friends, countrymen, lovers of all things design. This is Grits and Grids. Hey everyone, today I am talking with Scott Fuller, the founder and heir to the uh, studio temporary throne <laughs> of gold, I think. Uh, yellow. Yeah. More, more yellow. <laughs> of yellow. Gold. Yes. <laughs> of uh, hashtag FF3300. I think that's the hex code for gold. I don't mess with the web stuff. I'm just oh, a straight up, I'm just a straight up, <laughs> you know. CMYK 090100. There it is. Okay. Yeah. 090100. It's a nice, solid, orangey yellow. It's a good one. Um, so Scott's joining us here in Atlanta, and it's actually one of the first folks we've had in the studio for this, which is awesome. I'm sorry. I've, I've messed it up. 010950. I cannot believe I just gave you the hex code for a red orange. Yeah. Well, that would have been, yeah. I'll edit that out. The CMYK, I just gave the CMYK code for a red orange. It's been a, it's been a long day. It's been, it's been a long week. Yep, next week. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Scott, when you were young, uh, what were your favorite foods growing up? Favorite food. Yeah. And actually, I have to preface this. You're actually a real Georgian. Like, I am. And are you a real Atlantan? Nobody's a real Atlantan. <laughs> you know, it's Everybody's like, where, it's like where are you from? You, you go and ask somebody in the city, is it, where am I from? From Atlanta. Well, actually, when I say Atlanta, I mean this. <laughs> McDonough. So you, exactly. <laughs> or uh, I'm in, Deca- or I'm in, uh, I'm in Duluth or something like that. It's right. Like, That's, you know. <laughs> Not Atlanta. So you, so you never know. You know, it's like, oh, I'm in the Atlantic area. Really? That's great. Where are you, whereabouts? Peachtree City. No. <laughs> they want to think so. That's airport land. Oh that's, where all that's where I where I grew up, Noonan, Sharpsburg okay. area. Yeah, so of course Peachtree City was just Delta Pilots, pretty much. Exactly. And golf carts, and uh, they call <laughs> it's so funny. The folks on the uh, even the the, the shoot, this thing's temperament. I know it is. So the mean. city, um, like the city council, whenever they basically called it a bedroom community. Yeah, everybody slept there, ate there, and then if they wanted to go and do anything fun, they went into Atlanta. Exactly. Pretty we much got the heck out. Yep. So, <laughs> a lot of people were, were always gone. Yeah. Peachtree City. Was it, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Oh, oh who was oh, your I, favorite I, foods? Yeah. So, from being from Peachtree City, not mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but close enough, close to the most transplants. What's the what's growing your one? Spaghettios kid. Um, I was. I definitely liked Spaghettios. Uh, anything with the meatballs in there. That was oh, that was so really good, right? Good. Yeah. Um, I loved. Uh, Oh, what is it? Um, remember my mom used to do like the spam and eggs. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Stuff, <laughs> some good stuff. Um, I would never... The meat product. I haven't had, yeah. Stuff posing as meat. Right. But um, I've n- I can't remember the last time I actually had that. Um, but, uh, if you go to I've, Hawaii, man, they revel in that. Oh, I bet. No, they love spam and eggs. That's like the official dish of Hawaii. But yeah, I mean, pizza was the big thing for me growing up. That nice. was always... Always, always a favorite. Ordered, like delivered pizza, or was were you like well, an yeah, just kid? deliver. You know, okay. I didn't mess with the. You know, I was a Pizza Hut guy, and right. even now, actually, I take that back. I haven't had pizza yet this year. It, it's ironic. It's been a long year. Well, it has, but <laughs> I've also lost fifty pounds. So, I've. Uh, well, I think it's unfair for you to blame pizza. That's. That's well, it, aggressive. It, it had to. <laughs> it had. It had certain things to do with it. Sure. But, uh, um, you know. 
but uh, that that was definitely it. I was a Pizza Hut guy, you know. I yeah. remember we used to have like the little Caesars and everything. We go there and wait for way too long for not that great of a pizza. <laughs> and then in downtown Noonan, we switched to Domino's for a little while, you know. Yeah. And then it was we'd sit there. I actually love Domino's, not because of the pizza, but just because we could sit there, you know, and watch watch everything being made. You know? Yeah, that was really really theater. cool. I love how they brought that back in all their new and all like the new when they updated their stores a couple of years ago. They brought that back. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. So okay. there's like a big glass, uh, like a glass thing right there, and you can yeah. there's little benches for like kids to stand on oh, and wow. stuff like that, and you can like watch them make it and yeah, so it's know, real. Whatnot. Yeah. Or, um, but uh, yeah, I was a Pizza Hut guy. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um. So. When it comes to your work, would mm-hmm. you say, like, how, how has food pay, played a role in uh, affecting your work, good or bad? I mean, well, if I'm hungry, I don't get a lot done. Uh, I can tell you that <laughs> right now. Um, I think that um, <clears throat> as much as possible, uh, whether it's an initial meeting mm-hmm. or a celebratory this or something, I want to have it with, with some type of food. You know, I want... I want our first, my first meeting with a client or something. So, like, if you decided you wanted to hire me for something, mm-hmm. that is something terrible. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, if you decided you wanted to hire me for something, uh, I would suggest we meet at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, what I would suggest is that you come to my studio in downtown Atlanta or something. Mm-hmm. We hang out there for just a few minutes and we walk over to broad street or something go to rubens or uh, if you're in a little lighter fare go to uh blossom tree or uh or something like that we got some great indian food and stuff around mm-hmm, there too mm-hmm. there's a lot of really really good stuff so mm-hmm. um i would want that first meeting to kind of revolve around that and any type of celebratory thing it's got to be around food so for me yeah. it's usually a beginning and then like a celebration of like next steps when it comes to uh you know when it comes to my work yeah, it's a very. I mean, eating such a communal thing too. I think there's yeah. that's not something that never goes away, no matter how tech driven we get. Well, I'm from the south too. I mean, I was born and raised, so yeah. I mean, we had all kind of craziness and fun and right. and weird things that were said or not said or thrown or whatever over yeah. dinner. You know, <laughs> if somebody comes over, there will be food. If uh, you know, it's being whatever. a good host. Yeah, yeah exactly. You always had it. You always got to have something ready. Now, you, you've had a lot of uh, experience or at least opportunities designed for food brands or mm-hmm. at least restaurant brands. Um, when you're doing that, how much do you crave what they make? Mm. <laughs> I have had many a mouth-watering uh, hour uh, spent laying out and, and designing menus. Yeah. Um, my mouth's watering a little bit right now thinking yeah. about the one that I was just working on, actually. But... Um, I don't know, like, I'm a pretty plain, kind of simple kind of guy, mm-hmm. so if there's a lot of words that I don't know, you know, sometimes I'll look it up and just say, man, I'm, it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. But do I know what I'm, but does my tongue know what it's, yeah. what it's reacting to, right? Right. You know, is my saliva like, oh, it just sounds so good, but right. then I look it up and it's anchovies or some type yeah. of something in there, and it's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> I always try to find out, you know, and most of the times I go to a restaurant or something like mm-hmm. that. A lot of times, once again, we start this thing off, they bring me in, eat, right. you know, you should try this, you should try that. Um, and it was the same. I actually stayed at uh, one of the chef's uh, homes oh, nice. for, um, for, a, um, for a couple of days. 
uh, one that I'm working on right now. And man, he, he fed me. He mm-hmm. uh, you know, went to the restaurant a couple of times and gave me like a whole tasting thing, kind of an idea of you know what it was like during the day, what it was like during the evening. Right. It was almost like two separate things. So I like to be able to taste what I'm, you know, what I'm working on, and I think that that's a very important uh, part, especially sure. when it comes to uh, to any type of branding for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it, when it's an option for sure, um, I think immersing in that side of the experience. And don't knock anchovies. Like whoever doesn't like anchovies, it's fine. I understand, but you know, tinned fish is an I'm amazing not thing. Anti anchovy. All right, good. You're not an anti anti. I'm just anti putting it in my mouth. So oh, there, there you go. All right, there it is. <laughs> you support so, the anchovies. I, I support them, but I didn't vote for them. Oh, I understand. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> did you vote? That's. I mean, I think it's a bigger oh, question. Oh, I voted. Oh, all right, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. Just not the an- anchovy party, <laughs> not the fish party. Which at this point, I think we're all ready for another one. But, um, <laughs> but maybe I'll tell maybe you, maybe a write-in. I don't know. We'll <laughs> all none of the above, and we'll <laughs> vote for Brewster. Um, that's an old joke that probably no one's gonna get. Oh man! Remember Brewster's Millions with uh? Yeah. yeah okay, that's great. I love that yeah, movie. It's a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Uh, Richard Pryor—that's who I'm looking for. He was uh. Anyway, digress. Um, but tinned fish—if you like fish, mm-hmm. not tinned fish stateside, but if you can get tinned fish from uh, Spain or Portugal, it is fantastic. I'll take um, they take the that. best fish, they put it in the best olive oil, and mm. it—you know—that's it, the preservation method. So, like the best catch isn't going on the plate at a restaurant, it's going into tins mm-hmm. to be conserved until ready to eat. And man, mm-hmm. I was just in Portugal a couple months ago and I brought a bunch back for the group mm-hmm. to just try. Cause I'm like, take everything you think of canned fish or tinned fish and put it aside. Uh, it's gonna be amazing and they all loved it. So anchovies is strong though, you know, it's a strong flavor. Um, but tuna, man. Love tuna. Yeah, the tuna and the Chinese sushi over there. It's a great. good bit as well. My wife's, yeah. part, my wife's part Japanese, but um, okay. I actually grew up um, I played uh, table tennis at a pretty high level. I used to travel to tournaments nice. and train and had a coach and whatnot like that. And uh, one of my favorite places to train was at the Korean Community Center in Duluth. Oh, wow. And it was about uh, two or three miles from the H Mart up there. Mm-hmm. So I'd go up there uh, certain days and every every evening after we got done, we'd, we'd go over there and eat. That's awesome. And then um, on Saturdays... Uh, we'd have somebody, you know, whether it was some of the players' wives or some of the players themselves. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the night, we'd be there. We'd already been there for two, three, three and a half hours or something, just training. Yeah. And they just bring a whole mess of food from there, and we just all sit in a circle with chopsticks and a bowl of rice and just just go just to tap at it. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was spicy. It was tasty. And yeah. It wasn't just hot. It was spicy, and it was so with flavor. Yeah. So 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 good. Yeah. So for me. That's always been kind of a part of, of me, you know, so with the sushi and everything like that, still something That's awesome. I really enjoy. Yeah, good sushi. I mean, it's hmm, fantastic. There's some good sushi down in Peachtree City, I heard. Mm-hmm. There's a place. There but... is. There's a few places. Yeah. Um, all right, so your day-to-day, what, what fuels it? Are you coffee, tea, energy drinks, uh, pure evil? None, really. I yeah. mean, I, uh, I don't drink coffee that often. Okay. If I do, it's black, it's yeah. black and as strong as possible. <laughs> um, my dad, uh, my dad's a machinist, and he had his own shop for about twenty years. We're actually about a mile from where he works right now. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's hi, really dad. cool. <laughs> so uh, I might come by and say hi to you in a minute. But um, <laughs> if they let me out of this room, um, but anyway, um, he's here. Uh, he he volunteered, so <laughs> it's not kidnapping. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, we used to he used to have a cup of black coffee on the way to the little corner store. Yeah. To get a cup of black coffee, and uh, man, that coffee, oh, that was some thick, yeah, strong stuff. So I remember as a little kid, you know, you'd have one sip. And, yeah. Yeah, that's and, how you grew your first beard. Huh? <laughs> that's how you grew the first beard. I took right? a sip and one and one hair just. Point just pushed its way out. It was like, on my elbow though, so I don't understand that one. But at least you know, eventually it made its way up to my face. But um, you know, so I don't. Good old Mississippi mud is what uh, my friend used to call exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. that's what this stuff was. Yeah. Old Maxwell House, you know, just whatever, <laughs> and you know, and whatever they else they put into it. But it was fantastic. Uh, but uh, but they're not just naturally energetic, just yeah. Focused. I mean, that's I, awesome. I love what I do. I, I love yeah. the, you know who I get to do it with and for. And, um, you know, for me, it's just kind of a treat to get up now. Don't get me wrong. I did have a couple of late nights and, you know, there's some, you know, just a small cup of black coffee or something. Yeah. For the most part, honestly, more than, more than coffee, just, you know, a good breakfast in the morning. Or, right. Uh, you know, or, you know, a good lunch or something like that. And maybe a little lighter on the fare and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, that honestly will energize me more than coffee or energy drink. I can actually say along with never having any wine or beer or mm-hmm. alcohol ever in my life i'm 33 i've never once had an energy drink yes probably that's very good oh my gosh i came within a centimeter i'm sorry <laughs> within two-thirds of an inch of imperialism uh, exactly <laughs> of of having one of these one of said energy drinks and it was a red bull just a standard red bull this was yeah. been back in about 2006 or something mm-hmm. And I got it about that distance from my... About uh, to take the sip. And then I smelled jet fuel. And I said, no. <laughs> it's just not, it's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I just gave it, I gave it to my friend. And he, I remember he poured some out in the cup. And it just, you know, it's like my, my mechanic just changed that in my car. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. What, you know, what is this? And then he just downed the whole thing. And I'm just Ooh. sitting there going, I can't do it. I've only had Red Bull a few times, so uh, usually with vodka, um, mm-hmm. and usually because it's like my friends want to stay out. I mean, this is, <laughs> I'm 38 now. This doesn't happen anymore, but I'm talking like in my late 20s, and uh, it was never because I really wanted it. It's only because I, I wanted the effects, like I needed to stay awake mm-hmm. without affecting my level of buzz. Right. Um, that was always the toughest thing, and I was never ple- like pleased I had it either. I mean... And then you say, I mean, when we get the like the sugar-free Red Bull, it's like it just feels doubly terrible. Yeah. Like at least I know what sugar is. You know, it's bad, but I know what it is. Right. You know, right. like what what's making this thing taste this way? So probably a good move that you didn't succumb to the uh, the evil forces of Red Bull. Um, so if you had to prepare, let, let's let's pretend the Pope comes over or someone that you respect. Um, what would you create? What would you cook for them to impress them? Or, if cooking's not an option, what would you order in? <laughs> what would you door dash to really impress the Pope? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, wow. Um, I have to admit, this is the first time I've ever been asked this question. Uh, I'm, I can cook a good breakfast, a brunch kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm very, very good at that. That's about it. Um, so it's the most with, important uh, meal of the day. So, so for breakfast, man, I can I can whip up some really some really really good stuff. Nice, um, you know, omelet. Uh, you know, got some good you know bacon. Yeah. some some grits, um, with butter. Plenty, yeah. 
for those of you, you you're not a not, cheese guy you're a butter guy i like a teeny like a teeny bit of cheese hint of cheese just a hint gotcha. but i don't if somebody comes to me and the grits are yellow there's a little too much cheese right but put butter in your grits and season them people oh, yeah <laughs> there are some places that just you know everything else is good and then you take a bite of the grits and right. it's just it just kills it i feel like they should be tarred feathered and run out of town yeah pretty old much. school style if you so, ruin uh, grits this goes beyond a uh, like a you know southerners when we say oh, bless your heart you yeah know? yeah no this, this is, goes far beyond yeah, that we're not even no, at that point we're just straight pissed. f you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um there's a place um there's a place up in uh, i live just outside of, i live just outside of the city in ackworth uh, just outside of kennesaw there's a place up there called elevation chop house mm-hmm. uh fantastic food great 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 people cool atmosphere and everything they're right on a little landing strip you mm-hmm. know with their biplanes and lear jets and everything they little mini jets and everything just kind of take off all the time right my son loves going there it's a great for brunch on a saturday but they have these creamy uh like large uh steel cut i mean just mm-hmm. oh, it's so amazing it's i remember the first time i looked at it it was just so fluffy they almost looked like mashed potatoes for a second just yeah fluffy and beautiful and happy and i took a oh yeah they were they were too happy it, it just would have been too sad to just leave them there the kind of grits that would make bob ross stop painting and just fall into that lovely world of grits there it is happy there grits gotta look at the little chunks yeah and that's the thing that's a i think that's that's kind of good for me you know if you yeah. can you know bacon is you'd be surprised and it's not really that hard to mess up eggs can be but you but... can make bacon so agreed but there's all right, a right, here's, right, here's a question for you. Question for you. Yeah. I'm answering questions. Yeah. Crispy bacon, like crispy bacon mm-hmm. or slightly soft bacon? Ooh. Slightly soft a... for me. Mm. Yeah. See, my wife likes it crispy though, so I, like I have a process. Crispy. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want to see a lot of a lot of white on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like... so I think define crispy. So Okay. White... When I say crispy, yeah. I'm not talking bacon bits. I'm talking okay. like okay. I'm talking like when you bite into it, there's a little bit of a crunch to it. When you pick it yes. up, it doesn't yeah. flop in your hand. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you pick it up, it stays straight. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just below that, but above the the chewy. Like I don't want chewy. I don't want white. I don't want a lot of white. But um, you know the way I make it is a uh, iron skillet and yep. Same uh, here. on the top, and then mm-hmm. I throw it into the oven on on oh, 400. Oh, you put it in the oven. Okay. Yeah. Finish it off, and so what I'll do is um. I'll throw half the bacon in at first. Mm-hmm. I'll wait about five to seven minutes, throw the rest in, mm-hmm. and then finish it off in the oven. That way my wife gets her extra crispies, mm-hmm. and then I get my not extra not crispy, but not, yeah, like crispy and and, and with uh, fortitude, but not um, not black. <laughs> Like my wife's, I yeah, can take see, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it, it yeah. burnt. You know? right. I don't like it anything like that. But I, She wants that shit burnt. Uh-huh. See, I don't want want that. Um, You know, at that point, I crumble it up and it goes on a salad. Yeah. Or or an omelet or something like that. But... uh, And our dog doesn't care. So... Yeah. Anyway, she can get it. (laughs) Actually, we have a... um, We have a cat. Okay. uh, Awesome. Beautiful (laughs) little thing. Um, But she loves bacon. Yeah. Good for her. So we'll take like a little like... I mean, just like the teeniest little crumb or something, yeah. just and just set it right there, and she is so happy. She's like, just, this thing is the best. Oh, she loves it. She loves it. It's candy. So if it was on to me, that's that's what that's what I would go for. Awesome. Do do what I know, and you know, it's something that I know I can do really well. 
So I think that is a nice segue right into uh, the Bang, Mary Kill segment. Um, it's my favorite segment. And so uh, we're going to start with Bang. And so this is what, what food is your guilty pleasure that you bang down when no one's looking? You thought that was going somewhere else. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. not Howard Stern, sir. This is uh, yeah. all about food and drink. <laughs> all right. Um, hmm. Guilty pleasure. Ooh. Yeah. You don't want to really admit it, yeah. but you're damn happy to eat it. Um, hmm. When you were a kid, it was probably the spam. But <laughs> yeah, no. no, when I was, uh, what is it? When I was a, uh, when I was a kid, it was um, uh, M and M's. Nice. Like, yeah. When, okay. I, when I was a kid, now it's uh, Halo Top. The Halo Top ice cream. Oh yeah, mm. that stuff's amazing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh man, uh, so I I absolutely love that stuff, man. That's it's great. So good. What about the stuff that you would marry, meaning that you could eat that every single day for the rest of your life and be happy as a lark? Oh man, can't be Halo Top. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, I hmm. I think um, maybe not necessarily one type of, of dish or something like that, but I think chicken. That's something mm-hmm. that I don't, you know, grilled chicken, you know, I mean, from the South, right? Fried right. Chicken, you know, chicken salad, chicken, whatever, anything, mm-hmm. just about anything with chicken in it. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, I had some health issues last year for about, so for about five months, I couldn't have any red meat. Oh, wow. Which, okay. and, and of course, nothing fried. So it was a lot of grilled chicken. And even after all that and going through that, mm-hmm. I never got tired of chicken. I think that would probably be my, uh, a bit as far as uh, things to, to kill. Yep. Yep. Mm. You'd remove them from the face of the planet because they're just, uh, they're vile to you. Maybe anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, squash. Yeah, and yeah. a certain kind of squash, like butternut squash, all any, squashes. Any, just get them. Any out squash. Any, <laughs> I love it. I love vegetables. I love asparagus, broccoli. I love yeah. um, all these different things. But uh, I can uh, that and uh, beets. Oh man, I love beets. <laughs> get them out of here. Yep. Get them out of not, here. Not not in your life. Not in my life. No, no, no. My favorite is if like like. I'll get in these kicks, especially around this time of year, coming up on winter. I love red beets and you know roast them and stuff like that. And I'll mm. I'll eat like beet salad and I'll have beets on this, beets on that, whatever. My wife hates them too. Um, and then I'll forget, and I'll go to the bathroom, you know, number one, and I'm like, oh my god, what? Oh right, I had uh, beets. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's kind of like the same thing with me with asparagus. Asparagus, you know? yeah. It's like, what? like oh, oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You forget that you had it in your scrambled eggs in the morning, and <laughs> it comes back to let you know that it's still there. There it is. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thanks for playing along on that. Appreciate Let's it. talk about the grids uh, side of things, which is your design, uh, which is how probably a lot of people um, know you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, definitely have seen a lot of awesome shit coming through on the Instagram feed, which is everyone knows our our little chest pounding platform. Um, would you say that you have a style of design? Um. And people, if so, how would you people, describe it? People have said that. Uh, yeah. I maybe not necessarily a style as much as you know. I, I believe that um, there is um, there's timelessness in a, in simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can make something a very complex idea. You can make it simple and and 
and to the point, not simplistic, mm-hmm. you know, not, mm-hmm. not like, duh, you yeah. know, I'm, that's yeah. not what I'm going for. Um, but, you know, into the point, and it's a different, um, you know, it's a different uh, solution to, to a problem each mm-hmm. time I go out there. But when people come to me for identity design, they know that they're going to get one, they're going to get something that is memorable, but two, they're going to get something that's going to last. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I stay away from fads. I stay away from, you know, you didn't see any of the hipster stuff in the early, you know, tens. You saw none of the sustainable stuff from me back in, mm-hmm. you know, to, from about 2008 to about 2011. Uh, I, I didn't mess with it because right. I knew... You know, people come to me and they say, we want this just like, you know, and then rattle out a list mm-hmm, and say, mm-hmm. so you want to be just like everybody else, right. even though your product has nothing to do with any of that. You yeah. Know? And then they get you, that look on their face, like, you know. But I like it. Exactly. So <laughs> it's, it's, for me, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's simple and, and a, a try for kind of a timeless bit. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what, that's what works for me. That's awesome. Um, how, how do you go about approaching it? I mean, um, you know, you obviously have those meetings with the client mm-hmm. you try to immerse in it. Um, but I think what other people, especially the five listeners that we have, um, would want to know is... Um, you promised me seven. <laughs> well, you said your dad's going to tune in. So there's six. And uh, I'll make someone in here listen. Um, <laughs> okay. But how do you bring a client... So a client comes in and they say, oh, okay, like I like I like this and I want you to take inspiration from this. Mm-hmm. How do you, you know, pull that mule ahead into where they're open to the idea of a timeless design and something that is maybe not necessarily antithetical, but um, mm-hmm. certainly different from where they came in thinking? Well, I like to dig deep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can go to any of these, you know, you know, whatever these logo sites are, whatnot, you can just say, hey, I'm in, I'm a branding agency and we work with restaurants. Right. And you'll get a lot of restaurant themed, food themed, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So what it does is it pigeonholes you and, you know, if you decide you want to branch out and do something else, you're screwed. Right. But if you were to come in here and say, look, you know, this name means something. So... You know, like vigor. I mean, there's, you know, that's bold. That's, that's, there's something not necessarily in your face, but there's a confidence mm-hmm. or something like that. So you want, we want to design something that is very sure, you know, like that, those words is very sure of itself, you know, right. and is able to, to stand out or, or to be put with a lot of different things. So not just, oh, this is what we do, mm-hmm. but this is why we call ourselves this. This is why we do what we do. Uh, this is why it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. And when you delve into all that, then so many more avenues will open up. Right. So as opposed to just being, oh, you do this, okay, then here's a fork. Yeah. This, a fork is not, this is not x plus y equals z. Right. You know, this is you know, I mean, two plus two equals twenty. I mean, it is. You never know what you're going to come up with. Right. But you have to do the digging at the beginning. From there. Uh, we kind of solidify a direction, mm-hmm. not necessarily a, you know, a, a style or anything like that, but just a direction that this is what we will be focusing on. Sure. From there, sketch, 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 sketch. Uh, sometimes I show the, show the sketches, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. It depends mm-hmm. on the client. 
uh, from there it's uh, you know make sure we're going in the right direction and options and you know show them always in use and, and whatnot mm-hmm. and and with good reasons for each one right you know I might give them three options and say look for this one this would work because XYZ right and with this one and so on and so forth but if you're going to show them something, you know, show them something that if they pick it, you're not going to be mad at yourself. <laughs> you right, know, right. don't just, if you've got two good options, mm-hmm. don't feel like you need to throw a third in there just for the heck of it. Right. You know, focus, you know, focus in on those two, you know, put your, you know, put your best feet forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that, that's, that's generally how it goes for me. I, I get to know people uh, all most of my homework and most of the work on the project is done before I ever put pencil to paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great advice. Um, something that we preach too, but um, I think it's good for people to hear. You know, it, it's it, we are in a research like if we're true problem solvers, you're in a research mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Uh, and, strategy second, and then design. Design and I'm a starts there. Shop. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't have an account person to go talk to the client. You know, I don't. Right. I mean, it's. If somebody calls the studio, I pick up the phone. If somebody writes me an email, I answer. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody sends me a weird direct message on Instagram, I let my son answer it. Right. But <laughs> you know, but but I'm but I'm right there with him. Sure. But um, you know, so to do that, you have to be able to you know talk to people. Right. You have to be actually able to hold a conversation. You have to look somebody in the sure. eye. <laughs> That's uh, or the forehead. Yeah. Make it taste. So what I the way I was taught was if if I'm looking at you, mm-hmm. if I look, everybody's like just look at their nose. No, because then it looks like it, yeah, they're looking down. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. what you do is you is you pick an eye and look at it. Right. Yeah. Right. So Makes like sense. right now I'm looking at you in your in your right eye, but it looks like, but it looks like I'm looking you straight in the face. Right. 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 But it works. But if I'm going like this and I'm looking at your nose, all of a sudden it's you know, hey, I'm over here. I'm over here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So that was what I, that was one of the things that I was taught. Yeah, and that's that's a good uh, piece of advice as well as as, as well as uh, shaking a hand. Yes. And actually oh like shaking it, not gosh. just flopping your hand into someone else's, which is the worst. <laughs> so much can be, and maybe it's not true. It's this, but it's, it's not just, necessarily just a sudden thing either. I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to be a jerk if you come at me with a limp fish and I just, you know, I'm not going to be the one to, I've got a good grip. Yeah. I'm not going to. Smash it. No. <laughs> me no, either. T- no. But it's definitely a telling sign. I it mean, is. It's immediate trust or immediate pain or pang of um, maybe distrust. A little bit of like, hmm. If, we, if we're talking about food, you know, one of the things, you know, is the smell too. Yeah. That's, that's another one. Yeah. I have gone up to shake people's hands. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do that. But then I, it's like. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, when yeah. was the last time this guy showered? You know, you know that's I, a good point. It's a side point. You are never going to be upset by just running your laundry again. No. I say that all the time. It's like the gym. I have to tell this to myself when, I, when I'm trying to go to the gym. It's like, you know what? You never walk away from the gym saying like, damn, I really wish I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> you know, and same thing with laundry. If you just, you know, if you accidentally let it sit there and you're like, ooh, am I at that moment where it's too far and I have to run? Just, just run it again. You're mm-hmm. never going to look back and say, man, I really wish I didn't like rewash my laundry. Just rewash it. Or take another shower. Take I mean, another two showers. You know, I'm, you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I've, I've gone up to shake people's hands and yeah. just felt like somebody just 
jumped in your nose and punched it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, this is just basic yeah. stuff, yeah. people. It's, you know? It's rough. It's, it's very, it's, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does... Ooh. Not a good one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's unforgettable. It's almost it's oh, almost yeah. like the wrong you kind know what of you're permanent gonna be impression. For? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that stinky guy, right? I can get past the handshake, but <laughs> right. that the handshake for me, a handshake and, and dodgy eyes, uh, to me immediately are like, yeah, where you're looking everywhere else. And maybe it's not even you're dodging my eyes, but you're more concerned with everything else that's happening. And I sometimes catch myself being guilty of it because I get overwhelmed with a lot of things going on. So mm-hmm. I'll look around. Um, it's not ADD, it's just, uh, I don't like a lot of things happening, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of noises anyway. Um, but then I try to recenter myself and say, I got to like look this dude or this lady in the eyes or she's mm-hmm. going to think I'm a, a liar. Yeah. Um, but so let, let's move back to a little bit of process. Cause there were some good things that we were talking about. Um, what, what's the most challenging thing? Like always, you know, this is going to be a challenging thing. For instance, maybe it's like, oh gosh, I got to take this identity and flesh it out into motion. Or something like that. Like, is there something that you know that's always going to give you just a little bit of a rough time? And how do you overcome it? Um, I want you to be weak here. Feel feel free to cry. No. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I recently did a talk, um, or a couple of talks. This last couple of weekends I've been talking and, and traveling a lot in the last nice. couple of months. Uh, one of the things that I, uh, one of my slides said there is crying in design. It's, it's true. true. <laughs> it is so true. And anybody who's, and anybody who says there isn't is a liar mm-hmm. or has a heart of stone or no heart whatsoever. I had a um, teacher who said, you haven't designed until you've thrown your sketchbook. Uh, by the way, uh, kids, a sketchbook is um, a series of papers bound together and you use a pencil or a pen to write on it. <laughs> um, you um, haven't until you've thrown it across the room and, and yelled. Like that's... The moment you know you're a designer. I have punched a hole in the wall. Mm. That was poor back wall. In, that was back in college. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> I was so. I was so upset. I, I messed up on something really bad, and it, oh. was, it was just stupid. And it cost me. It, it cost me a little bit, and I was like, "Come on." Yep. I, thankfully, they patched it up. But um, <laughs> you know, my, my my middle knuckle still to this still day when it, when it rains. I I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I think when I first started out, um, mm-hmm. dealing with uh, knowing how to deal with pushback, uh, mm. I think was was a big uh, was a big issue that I had at the beginning because yeah, and we're all like this. We we send something off that we think is is the most incredible thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know I, I've never sent something out that somebody who said you missed the mark completely because of all the work that I did at the beginning right but for them to say you know and then bring out somebody else's logo or something like that mm. it's just you know how do you kind of talk them off the ledge a little right bit? bring them back to um, the light and you're gonna have to make compromises mm-hmm. you know and I've become okay with that um, but I will fight tooth and nail to make sure that what they get is the absolute best that I can give them. Mm-hmm. Um, and as close to or right on point as it can possibly be. Right. So, um, I, uh, so every now and then, you know, I, I struggle with that a little bit. Sure. But uh, I work with that really close working relationship helps out. Because I can be more forward and more direct, mm-hmm. um, and just say, "Look, we talked about this. 
Right. What are you thinking? Yeah. You know? I'm like, tell you know, talk to me. What are you thinking? What happened? Yeah, who like said, not not in a rude says, way, maybe, but like know, literally, what are you yeah. thinking? Yeah. You know, it's like who said something? You know, who right. who, who disagreed with something when you posted it online or something? Who said a bad thing? And mm-hmm. and now you want to change everything? You know, what's going on? Right. And we can just sit down and have a conversation a lot of times over food, um, and and, and really figure that stuff out. Right. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of I mean, look, everyone has some inferiorities too, and I think that's probably the root of why designers maybe get a rap for being um, hard to work with mm-hmm. or or uh, bitchy, whiny. Well, for me, I times. always look at this as you know, it's always a collaboration. Yeah, I can't do what I can't, I can't make this thing or mm-hmm. design this thing or help them with this thing without them. And by them coming to me and, and paying me and hiring me to do this, right. then that's them saying they can't do this without me. Right. So why try to go, you know, work across purposes with these people? Right. You know, I love my clients. I, you know, I will go to the moon and back for these mm-hmm, people because mm-hmm. they have hired me. They put their hard-earned money, you know, in my pocket. Right. And I have to turn around and just kill it for them. Yeah. And yeah. Man, I love that part. I don't get stressed over over something like that because I've had horrible jobs. I've <laughs> gone through some really rough stuff. Students listening to me out there, your first job might be absolutely horrible. Probably should be, man. Honestly, and, we just had UF students up uh, from the uh, design, the school, the uh, College of the Arts. Yeah. Um, they were just up here um, on Friday. And mm, we, were, we were talking cool. to them. And there's two things that I firmly believe. One, I think you should spend the first two years of employment paying your own taxes, meaning that your employer doesn't take it out for you automatically, which means you get a very realistic understanding of what you work and how much of it goes into the pockets of the you know the United States government. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm against it or for it, just you should know. You should and know. I think it makes it's a very uh, it creates a um, easily ignored scenario where you don't really question because you you get your money, quote unquote. But, you know, what you don't realize is about, you know, the first four months of the year, you're working for free, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're working to pay that tax. Um, Anyway, so I think there's that. I think you should have a vile, shitty, life-sucking job for at least one year just so you can know what it's like to have a vile, shitty, life-sucking job. (laughs) Whatever it may be. One of my bosses was bipolar. Oh, man. Oh, man. She would be your best friend one second, mm. and then all of a sudden, the the signal was her husband would come out of her office, go into his office, and lock the door. At that point, it was run for the hills. Oh no! I cussed out and yeah, just like, what I mean, just and then she'd come back an hour later and just you're fantastic, <laughs> you know. And, and I'm just sitting here going, "There's something wrong with you." Yeah. You know, it's a roller coaster. It was. It was. I got out of there, man. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I've been brought in, uh, where one of my creative, the creative director who hired me, mm-hmm. I had high hopes for this thing. Yeah. And I found out. I didn't find out. I left that place three over three and a half years ago. I didn't find out until two months ago. From a former uh, friend of from a friend of mine mm-hmm. who also is you know formerly of that place, said that after I got the job, that creative director walked in there and told the design team, said this guy can do all y'all's jobs. Oh, and I said, 
So that's why none of you guys liked me. Oh, <laughs> you know? my God. And I, I never understood that. <clears throat> so, like, the first month and a half there was actually really awesome. They mm -hmm. brought me in. They let me do exactly what they hired me to do. Right. Somebody complained. Right. You know, I'd been there, I think, a month and a half, and I was doing this massive project. And this other person had been here for a year, and had still not had a chance to do it. But oh, that was goodness. what they brought me in for. Right. But right. they that did it purpose. because... Somebody screwed me before I ever before I ever logged a single wow. minute at that job. Yeah. But I didn't know that until you know three and a, almost three and a half years after I left. Yeah. So you know it's it's not fun. No. You know and, and well, you know, it's you, a shame when you know I don't think people realize that you, when you, when you get into the workforce you just automatically assume that um, the leaders whether it's uh, ownership. Um, uh, account, you know, account leads who, who own the relationship with the client or even creative directors, you just kind of assume that these people have had uh, some sort of training or direction or at least displayed some sort of leadership, leadership qualities, yeah. you know. And, and what I've realized, uh, just being on the outside looking in sometimes, um, I've also held some agency jobs, mm -hmm. that that's not the case. You most know? of my stuff is most of my professional experience has been in-house so right. we get a little bit of a interesting rap you yeah. know in and of itself but you know when you have somebody above that department that thinks that they're this right. they're very obviously not mm -hmm. the attitude for the team and everything tends to go top down right so well, that's leadership's number one job is to build culture build careers and if that's and the, but if that's the culture that's being you know talked about and being pushed and uh, you know and sent forward, then mm -hmm. you know it it ain't gonna be fun. Right, right. But uh, it's uh, I learned. But here was the thing. I went there. I worked mm -hmm. my tail off. I don't care where I had a where I had a nasty job. Right. Whether I had a horrible creative director. Whether I had just a you know bad client experience, I still worked my tail off mm -hmm. because why? That's what they hired me to do. Right. I didn't complain. I didn't fuss. Mm -hmm. Within reason. I yeah. Mean, I, a little, I, little bit of fuss. I, you know, I talked yeah. to them. It's like, hey, you, you remember when you brought me in to do this, mm -hmm. and I'm not doing it? I kind of like to do it. Yeah. You know, but in much, that's what I but agree in much to. Better it. terms, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, you know, so there is that, but, right. you know, if you want to, you know, you do that, you enjoy, you have the stability yeah. and want and then you go home and you can work on whatever you want. Yep. Even if that means just chilling out. Yeah. <laughs> Regrouping. If you, if you want to, you know, work on the fun stuff at home, you know, you can take on some just fun little stuff just for the heck of it because you right. know your bills and your mortgage and everything, you know, it's going to be covered. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times... You know, that stuff that you do, you know, my buddy uh, works at an agency, he's a great, great designer, but he does a thing, he goes, uh, he always works from, from 10 a.m., or from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is his time in the evenings to do, uh, you know, whether it's side projects or just mm -hmm. stuff for fun or whatnot, but that stuff influences everything he does at his day job. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so there is, there's a way around this, mm -hmm. um, but you just have to be willing to put in the time and realize that someday life is just going to suck. That's right. It's uh, it's yin and yang. I think uh, we've been talking about this as humans since being human. 
done yeah. on time, you know? Exactly. Um, and it's good that you're able to find, I think the, you know, the goal is to find that silver lining, find the thing that makes you tick, or quite honestly, don't don't slack, but start looking for another place, man. If it's not working, it's not working. And chances are, if it ain't working for you, it ain't working for them either. They just haven't fessed up to it yet, or they're fessing up to it and ready to drop a bomb on you. My dad always said it's a lot easier to find work when you got work. It's true, yeah. Um, but let's take it back to the positive, because I think there's a lot of that to talk about as well. Um, oh, yeah. What has been your favorite project or brand to work on today? Ooh. Uh, Asking you to pick favorites. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to hurt some people's feelings here. Um, I am currently working on... Uh, you know, I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give two. I'm going to give two. Cool. Um, one is the uh, the building that my studio is currently housed in, the Switchyards uh, downtown. Corner. Yeah. Uh, I have done an insane amount of work for them over the last three years. The sign on the front of the building was one, a couple of murals, uh, a bunch mm-hmm. of products and posters and little things and pieces and whatnot for yeah. them. Uh, Mike, Devani, Dave Payne, they've been fantastic uh, letting me do this type of stuff. And I'll be honest, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now if I didn't have that opportunity. Nice. Um, I, I actually told that to somebody else today. Um, so I'm. Um, will all that will always be right there in the top two yeah special place um, in your heart for sure oh for sure mm-hmm. you know i love my little studio it's yeah. uh, it's about the size of this room <laughs> um but it uh it's nice yeah uh, and, I, and i love it and there's posters all over the wall and right. junk everywhere and i know where every single piece of it is right that's your organization but i'm the fuller current, method i think it's called uh, something like that yeah um but i'm currently working with the atlanta hawks yeah nice they found me Plucked me from obscurity, and uh, this this summer, or at the end of the summer, beginning of fall, and mm-hmm. asked me to work on. And I can say this because it's been announced all over ESPN. Yeah. Um, they have an E League team, an esports. Yeah. Team, yeah. And this the uh, NBA started a sanctioned two uh, K league. Nice. And each one of these teams, the twenty eight teams in the league, will be uh associated with their parent brand which would be you know from us would be the atlanta hawks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they gave me the name and they asked me to design the logo and then the uniforms and court design that will be rendered within the game that's awesome and a couple of other items that the players athletes gamers or whatever yeah. will will sport and it looks amazing. Oh, it looks amazing. It's going yeah, through. Yeah. Getting, everything is getting the final approval from the league right now. So I would say uh, mid-November. That's wicked. I can't wait to see it. Launch. Oh, we'll have to gosh. share that um, with all the listeners and the Man, people on Crits and Grants, even though it's a little out of... I am going to have a lot of work went into this thing. A lot. Yeah. I'm going to have... If I shared a couple of images a day... Or some of the stuff that I worked on, or the variations, or the different pieces with this thing, I could easily fill up a full month yeah. with stuff on Instagram with stuff left over. That's awesome. It's gonna be so much fun when this thing is yeah. finished, though. What a it's gem amazing. too to have in your book. I, I still can't believe it. I, I've been a I've been an Atlanta sports fan for as long as I could remember. More mm-hmm. Braves. I'm a lifetime Braves fan. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being downtown, uh, being now. A bigger part of the culture than I ever have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I remember the old Thrashers games. You know, I remember. <laughs> you know, all those. Things. I mean, yeah, I remember yeah. the Flames. Yeah, the Flames. Yeah, the Knights. And the, right. The, um, but, um, you know, I, I like I like these downtown teams. Man, they're yeah. scrappy. They are. Um, 
you know. Thrasher's definitely had some good players. It's really tough uh, bringing a hockey team to a uh, transplant majority <laughs> city, you know. So the only time I went to go see the Thrashers is when they played the Devils, and I'm a big Devils fan. I was a Red Wings fan for the longest time when I was a uh, when I was a kid. I used yeah. to play street hockey. Yeah, me too. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Iserman, Fedorov, and, uh, and all those guys. Yep. That was my man. I was a left. I'm a I'm a righty by. A, I mean, I'm a natural righty, but I played uh, I, I played lefty in, uh, yeah. in hockey. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Um, I just just had an absolute blast with yeah. um, with that. Um, but now we've got Atlanta United. That's right, man. And I and yeah. I, with the I, honestly, I think that was one of the biggest um, the biggest boons for Atlanta sports, man. Just the way that they immediately just jumped right into the culture of the city. Absolutely. Oh man, I, I can point to four or five things that are just like this happened because of this right and uh and i'm proud you know yeah. I, I love downtown i love um i love the city and everything um and uh, i'm glad i get to be a part of the uh the sports uh atlanta united's uh the soccer team folks if you don't know it's because you're not watching mls and there you go. we're number one whether we're not number one i mean i don't think we're number one but we are number actually one. i think we are this year are we yeah I mean, we're going into it's going to be playoff soon, and I think uh, I'm pretty um, I'm pretty excited as well. I heard uh, I think Miggs is going to leave us, unfortunately, but um, I think we can get by. And uh, yeah, I think the New York Red Bulls are looking favored, but I think uh, we're pretty good at coming back because we don't quit. Um, so, final question, then we'll wrap this up. If you could get your hands on any restaurant or beverage brand in the world to redesign, rebrand. What would it be, and what would you do to it? You only get one shot. Mom Spaghetti. I meant rebrand Mom Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. I might rebrand Mom Spaghetti and just uh, take out the palms or sweaty part. You know, now now edible with dry palms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, one food brand. Hmm, that is a that is a good one. Um. Yeah, restaurant food. I mean, restaurant it can actually be literal, food, like yeah. packaged food, if you'd like. Um, <clears throat> man, I gotta think about this one. This is so good. Um, I think, as a kid, I think I want to have a crack at Pizza Hut. Yeah, I mean, they they have some interesting stuff going on, but you know, I it's kind of sad they try to make the hut really take yeah, off. No one's calling it that, man. No, <laughs> no. I just I, I would love to. I would love to go in there and do some cool stuff with that. Yeah. Um, on a on another scale, I would think. Uh, hmm. I think they have some some, some pretty good stuff, but mm-hmm. I would love to try my hand at uh, kicking some stuff around for uh, Fox Brothers. Oh, nice! Yeah, like yeah. I said, they've got some good stuff. Yeah, they seem I, like they have fun too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if I could um if I could have a shot at like whether it's you know not necessarily redoing, mm-hmm. but just you know. Just kind of putting my little touch on it, or something like that, or my own, yeah. you know, bit. I'd like to do that. I think. Right. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And then one a little closer to home, even uh, Rubens. 
Um, they've got a cool little sign and everything like that. The okay. little sandwich shop over on Broad Street. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, I've never been. Oh, it's so good. Okay. One of the best sandwiches I've ever had, ever. That's awesome. That's saying something. sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that would be, uh, that would kind of be like little top three. Yeah. So Fox Brothers is a local barbecue place that just it's kills so it, man. They're, uh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I feel like it, it, for me in Atlanta, it's either you're either eating Fox Brothers or uh, maybe it's because of the neighborhood I'm in, but... Um, I love DBA barbecue. Mm-hmm. They do a good job as That's well. Not, that place is pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. then the rest of them are kind of these fall underneath those too, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but Fox, they, they they really do a stellar job. So if you're listening, Fox Brothers, reach out to uh, you know Mr. Uh, Fuller at the Studio Temporary on Instagram. Bigger's yeah. happy to consult as well. I'm literally <laughs> about a five minute drive from you guys, so very easy to meet with and accessible. Yes, M E A T with yeah to meet with absolutely. Um, Bring food. How, how do they find you? How do they and other people find you? Uh, where are the best places to connect? You can go to the studiotemporary.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will have a new website that will launch either at the end of this year or uh, in, at the beginning of January. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, at Studio Temporary. I'm incredibly active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if that wasn't enough for you, I have an online store. Uh, the the studio temporary dot big cartel dot com. I've got posters and nice. pins and prints and you know t shirts and whatnot and um, some cool things. Some are in stock, some are not. Um, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome, yeah, definitely go there, check it out, buy lots of stuff, uh, help do. support a uh, a gentleman on the rise. And the other thing too, I, I always say this, but if you're ever in uh, downtown Atlanta, you find yourself at the corner of Lucky Street and uh, and uh, you know, and Ted Turner, uh-huh. uh, the Switchyards Club, and you decide you want to drop in and say, hey, shoot me a direct message on Instagram. Uh, my door is always open. I love talking to. To people mm-hmm. from from all walks of, of life it's amazing some of the stuff that I've learned over the last three years and uh, so I'll put that out there as well if you want to drop by say hey grab a bite or a, a coffee or just want to talk shop for a little bit absolutely um, my door is always open fantastic yeah and I think um, there's definitely some things that we have to talk about off, off air because I think there's a lot to be done here in Atlanta with the uh, design scene and the creative scene and uh, you know I think we we need to work together on that, like uh, all of us, not just you and I, but some of the other folks that are out here too. So much good stuff happening here in the A. So that's great, man. Thanks for having um, me on. Absolutely, uh, thanks I for making the trip. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, everyone, follow Scott. Uh, feel free to message him, and when you're in Atlanta, hit him up, hit me up, and uh, thanks for tuning in. And feel free to share this with all your friends as well. Um, thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Do follow us at Grits Grids. That's Grits Grids with no end in between on Instagram and Twitter. This podcast and the Grits and Grids blog is a passion project of Vigor, a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. Check us out at www.vigorbranding.com. And of course, we're all over social media. Until next week, stay hungry, stay thirsty, and be creative.